Hey there, Mike Robbins here with another video blog message. I had the honor of both speaking at and attending the annual Wisdom 2.0 conference in San Francisco about a week and a half ago. Great event. I've been to many of their events. Highly recommend you checking it out if you haven't. Um, but one of the speakers at the conference who really touched me was Ariana Huffington, the founder of the Huffington Post. And she asked us a question as she was speaking. And she asked, are you living your resume or your eulogy? And she went on to talk about something that I very much agree with, but appreciated her perspective that, you know, when someone passes away and we go to a memorial service or to a funeral, when we get up to memorialize or eulogize the person who's no longer with us, we don't talk about a lot of things related to, you know, their job title or what they were doing or what's on their resume. I mean, depending on the person, of course, maybe their work was really important or they accomplished something significant or whatever the case may be, but it's more about who the person was and the essence of them and the impact that they made on the people in their lives, on the world around them. And it got me to stop and pause and reflect on my own life and where I am right now and what I'm doing and what I'm focused on and as I started to take a deeper look at it, I realized that a lot more of my attention than I would like it to be, and that is probably healthy and productive for me, is focused on my resume, the things that I'm doing, and not so much on my eulogy, the essence of who I am, the impact that I really am committed to having, the, the way I want to interact with the people around me. And it's not to do this or to look at this from a place of real harsh self-criticism, but as you look at that in your own life, where do you put your attention as it relates to your work in particular, but just in general in life? And look, it's challenging. I know it is for me. It's probably for you as well. I've got a lot of responsibilities in my life. I have a family. I've got work that I actually really love and enjoy, but it's demanding. It calls upon me in a lot of different ways to show up to make choices to, you know, do lots of work. <laughs> and, you know, this isn't about time management per se. It's more about intention, attention, and focus. Where are we placing our attention? What are we allowing to dominate our thoughts and our awareness? You know, I learned a lot from my mentor, Richard Carlson, who wrote the great book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and it's all small stuff, and the whole series of books associated with that. And I learned from him both in his teaching, you know, one of the chapters in the first Don't Sweat the Small Stuff book that I think of often as I get stressed out is ask yourself the question, will this matter in a year? Meaning, you know, you're upset about something at work, you're upset about something going on at home, you're upset about someone said something, did something, or some disappointment or some frustration. And as important as it may seem, if you fast forward a year out and say, will this actually matter in a year? Often the answer to that question, if we're really honest with ourselves, is no. So Richard taught me so much about how to slow down, how to have some perspective, how to not treat life like it's an emergency. And when Richard very sadly and suddenly passed away back in 2006, it was a shock to me and to everyone close to him. And one of the lessons that I learned in that experience as I moved through my own grief process was Richard was really someone, while incredibly accomplished and successful by society's standards, the thing I admired most about him wasn't all the success and everything that he'd done and accomplished. It was actually his presence. 
his state of being as I interacted with him and as I knew him. And that to me is what I always think of when I think of Richard and remember him. And I still miss him. But it seemed to me that Richard was a living example of living his eulogy and not his resume. So how do we do that in a practical way, on a daily basis? Well, one thing that we can do is actually contemplate our mortality in a conscious way, in a healthy way, to remember that this physical life is temporary. That's one thing that we can do, be thinking about that, be talking about that. The second thing we can do is to notice our level of stress or angst or resistance to whatever's going on in the moment. You know, we say things like, I have to do this, or I can't stand this, or this, you know, and look, sometimes there are things that we have to do that we don't enjoy that are stressful or challenging, but can we shift our perspective? And can we challenge ourselves? Because there are a number of things that we think we have to do that we may not actually have to do. And if we can shift the context around them or how we relate to them, all of a sudden our experience of life and of the activities we're engaged in can change. A third thing that we can think about, again, without being morbid or freaked out about it, but it's like, what kind of legacy do we want to leave? You know, whether we're quite young, you know, maybe you're watching this and you're in your teens or your 20s or even in your 30s or, you know, I just turned 40 a few weeks ago, so now I'm officially in my 40s. Maybe you're in your 50s or 60s or 70s or further on in life. And I think as we get older in life, we often start to think about things like, what kind of legacy do I want to leave and what kind of impact do I want to have? But we can think about that at any point in life and really take a step back and ask ourselves, what's most important to me? Because a lot of times we spend and quite frankly, waste a lot of time and energy on things that aren't important to us. And another thing that we can do, which is important in almost everything that we do in life, is to have compassion for ourselves. Be aware of where we're at, be aware of maybe we start to get off track, but have compassion for ourselves and then re-engage in life and in the relationships that we have, the activities, from a place of consciousness, from a place of what truly matters to us. It's easy to get off track. There's so many things going on in life and in our culture and in the world around us for us to get distracted by. It really is a commitment to stay mindful and conscious in our lives. That's actually what the whole Wisdom 2.0 conference was about. And it was great that Ariana Huffington's speech in the context of that whole thing really resonated with me. But her question is a good one that I'm going to continue to ponder and I offer it to you. Are you living your resume or your eulogy? And the more we start living our eulogy in a healthy, productive, positive way, the more meaningful, the more fulfilling, and the more impactful our life can be for those around us, but also for us. Thanks for watching, and uh, I look forward to connecting with you again sometime real soon. Mm -hmm.